We would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the country throughout Australia from which we conduct our podcast. We would like to pay our respects to their elders, past, present and emerging. Hey guys, welcome back to Beers and Tears. Today I'm joined with Dominic Breen. Hello, how are you? Hey, how you going? <laughs> Good, thank you. Um, are you so wait, are you in lockdown? Um, yes, we are. Fun. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, Double checking. Yeah, I think not for too much longer, they say, but who's yeah. to really who's to think, really know? Yeah, because your restrictions are easing and stuff. Similar to Melbourne, I think it's like picnics and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. I think is it the eleventh? They're talking about something the 11th of October. Maybe there's some restrictions easing. Cool. Uh, it doesn't really change much for me. I've, um, uh, I probably wouldn't go for hangs and stuff just yet. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. So in terms of, so you released music in, you started releasing music in like 2018. When did you yourself first start playing and making music? I guess I started, you know, like really just, that was the only thing I was doing, maybe in like year eight or nine in high school. You start feeling a lot more things at at that time, I guess. And um, there were a few, I guess, incidents that mm, gave me more time to um, read and and write songs. Um, I spent a bit of time away from school because I hit my head a few times. Um, so in that time I, uh, yeah, I started, you know, started mucking around with the guitar more and, and, and kind of learning songs and stuff. And so I feel like you've got a very old soul sound to your music. Um, who are your kind of inspirations, I guess? Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, there's so many, you know, um, I couldn't, I couldn't pinpoint it on one um you know one key person uh but I guess there's I guess when I was starting at that time when I was starting to write songs for myself I I I learned from people like Nick Cave um Bob Dylan Leonard Cohen Joni Mitchell I I remember I would scribble their faces that they were like the the four um brightest stars in my songwriting sky so when I first started so yeah it was probably them and so many others though I it's it's um just to name a few I was just to name just to name a few that's the expression I was looking for (laughs) yeah and did you did you self-teach yourself guitar um no I had a couple of lessons here and there from like um you know like eccentric family friends and and stuff like that um yeah but you eventually you know once you get the 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 rough gist you kind of you think I don't need lessons anymore and you you just go off on your own way and and teach yourself bad habits and things but as long as you're enjoying it I I don't see anything wrong with it yeah no I agree I think um I love when people do it and they never had lessons because the wrong things end up sounding good anyway but if you're technically taught and sometimes yeah. it feels wrong to play, but it sounds right. Yeah, there's a there's a, a bit of an argument both ways, you know. 
Um, but yeah, I kind of like, you know, certain people have idiosyncrasies. I, I don't know if I have any myself really, but I know I can't play very properly, but, um, yeah, I like hearing the idiosyncrasies of someone's imperfect voice or, or, you know, the, the little character, the characterful ways they go about things. I guess I, that's, I appreciate that in, in music and art and people. So I don't know, maybe that, yeah. Maybe I'd try and do that too, unknowingly. For sure. So what are your music kind of processes like? Do Does the, the lyrics or the music come first? Do you do any, like, production? What's the go? Yeah, I always struggle to answer this because I feel rude, but I really don't know how – there's no real process, you know. It's just kind of like you, you know, like, oh, I'll just wait around for something to come not not sitting there waiting but just continuing life uh until i don't know you know yeah you get a little comes. spark like, of inspiration usually they they kind of 50 percent to get like they come at the same time and you you just have to like sometimes they come fully formed and other times you just have to nudge it into place a little bit the song but it's usually there like last night I wrote a song kind of thing and how it happened was I just we were just well, sitting in the living room and I felt I had to excuse myself <laughs> and um it's kind of like a <laughs> it's kind of like a um bodily thing like like other um refusals that we yeah. refuse <laughs> you know I don't know um and then you just pick up the guitar and you start singing the words and you know they're the that's sort of how it happens in a way so that's I guess the process um yeah I feel like once you try and meddle with things um you know you get in the way of the transmission like you're not really meant to have any say in it for the most part and when I do try and have a say in it, it I don't know I feel like those songs aren't ever as good as the ones that I haven't had a say in so yeah for sure yeah not forced or cheesy it just comes to you yeah hopefully like and it's probably probably a not a very sustainable process because maybe they'll just stop coming and then I won't really know what to do but um we'll see I'm enjoying myself that will be the end no (laughs) (laughs) um so you've been a little bit busy this year you release you've released four singles which is cool um the most recent one being Real Hard Week. Do you want to chat a little bit about this song, what it's about, how it came to be? The song is, um, I guess, in a way, it sort of chronicles uh, something that happened, um, uh, a kind of um, a moment of realisation, I think, is what it sort of deals with, I guess, um, of a personal moment of realisation. Um, and... You know, the realisation isn't a uh, a pleasant one, but I think in realising the unpleasantness, you you find hope in a future without the unpleasantness. So I think that's kind of what it's uh, possibly discussing. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, cool. And um, would you say, I don't know, given COVID and stuff, considering that you've released four singles, have you been feeling quite inspired this year? Or is it just that happened, this, the music just happened to come to you once again? Yeah, it's been a pretty, it's, it was a very dead year really for inspiration, I guess. Um, some of my friends, um, one person has 
found it the opposite. They've had a lot of time to write. I don't know how they do, um, but other friends are the, the same. They, I think there's this thing where like, you just have to be doing more things to be inspired. Um, but I'm not sure why, but I've, 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 the spark has come back for me now and I've been writing a fair bit in the last couple of weeks. Um, but yeah, it's, I don't know. It's a weird thing. I think there's been a general lack of inspiration from just, you know, I can't speak for everyone or, but there's a, yeah, I don't know. It seems to be a little bit like that. Lack of motivation, I, I would say. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I think what this time has offered us all is, um, you know, more time to look at what we do when it is normal life and perhaps, you know, reflect on those things and perhaps adjust them somewhat. Um, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I feel like I've definitely yeah. done that. I think before oh. all the lockdowns, I was living a very fast paced life. I was like, never, yeah. never really slowing down. And now I like yeah. appreciate it. I take a step back. I stop working myself so hard and I, you know, go out and do some nice things, like enjoy nature for a few hours. Yeah. That's awesome. You know, I'm so happy to hear it. Just gonna, it's the time to look back and reflect, I guess. Yeah. And look ahead as well, hopefully. Um, so what is your favorite track? that you've released so far and why? I don't think I have a favourite. I think they're all, they're all, uh, I... Kids. I love and hate them there. They're all, did you say hits? Yeah, they're like your kids. (laughs) All right. Yeah. Yeah, they're like naughty children. You know, sometimes, sometimes you, I don't know. I don't don't have kids, so I don't know. No, I know. (laughs) (laughs) I know you know that, I guess, but... um, yeah, I don't know. I don't have a favorite. No, I couldn't. I couldn't decide. I think the favorite is always the last one I've written, probably. So the one last night that I wrote, that's the one that's in my head. That's the one that's um, that's the one that's bouncing around. So I, I guess it's probably the most recent one, always, or the one you're about to write. I guess the one you're about to write is usually the favorite because if you if it wasn't your favorite, you wouldn't have the the thing to write it. I guess. Do you? Do you ever, have you, or have you ever, like, had, you know, written a set of lyrics and been like, yep, these are, this is so good, this line is prime time? For sure, definitely. And, like, yeah, you have, you have moments like that, for sure. You're like, wow, that's sick, you know. In some ways, you're always the first audience and if you can't get it past yourself, I think, I I don't know why you would, why you would ever push on, you know, um, and do it for anyone else uh in some ways yeah but yeah I've had some I've had some moments like that for sure do you ever like get a sense of um like imposter syndrome where you kind of just like it's good and you but you just feel like it's not have you ever because I feel like that's sort of like a point where so many musicians don't end up putting their stuff out into the world because they're just like no it's not good yeah definitely that is also um that definitely happens um, more often than one would think. I think, like I, I, I have, I've viscerally hated every song I've put out at some point in time for sure, and thought it was trash, you know. Um, but you have a once, once, but because you did love it once and you had enough love for it 
to write it or you know you transmitted it and you know it happened that way you I sort of feel like I, there's a there is a slight duty to release it or give it its life not only like certainly to record it um but even further to release it because at some point like you have to like I feel like once you release something something happens for me where I can listen to it again um and I kind of stop hating it and I don't I don't have a judgment um so um I've sort of forgotten what the question is but something you know like you need to you need to push on with it yeah for sure and it's a nice way to look at it because sometimes people just like hate (laughs) they put it out there and they're just like I never want to listen to it again so it's nice that you can kind of have a step back and almost pretend that it's not yours and have a listen yeah yeah so you're releasing your album your debut album blue volume on october 1st which is a week away almost not even like three days away um crazy yeah um it will be out well i think i don't know when this thing comes out this interview but the in in our time in our timeline the uh it comes out tomorrow so oh my god um, is today the is what day I i think it comes out tomorrow oh my god today Wait, how many days in September? 30 days. 30. Oh my God, it's October tomorrow. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I've lost <laughs> complete track of days. Tomorrow, hey, don't worry. tomorrow for us, it will be out already by the time this episode is out. So everyone hello future us and hello future everyone. Yeah. From the past, we speak to you. Um. So what can people who have not heard this album yet mm-hmm. expect from it? They can expect uh, just a few songs written by, uh, you know, um, 17-year-old labourer. Cool. <laughs> no, I don't know. No, that was good. I like I, it. I find it so hard to, to know what people should expect. I don't... Yeah. It's up for interpretation. It's up for their own feels. I think, um, yeah, you, you know, there's expect. I don't know, hey. That's okay. What does Blue Volume mean? What is Blue Volume? Why are we calling it Blue Volume? Yeah. Well, it's, I don't know. I like volume because there's a lot of different versions of it, like, um, um, like addition, volume, like an addition, you know, volume, like, um, a sound, you know, volume, uh, volume, like a, um, a mass, a, um, and then blue, like, is it the C? Is it, the sadness feeling is it just the color there's a few uh i don't know there's a few ways it could go you know like is it does it mean like sad addition uh or does it mean like ocean mass (laughs) i don't know i just like the way it sounds you know blue volume yeah for sure and so why why did you feel that now was a good time to release your debut album i feel like that's like a big thing do you not do you do you feel like it's a big thing for you or it's just like I want to put an album out? Yeah, I don't know if now is a good time to release an album. <laughs> um, you know, we're in like a lockdown and I've got a broken leg. and um, Oh, no. Um, but it has to get released. So, um, you know. True. Has it been has it has it been sitting in the archives for long? Some of them have um, and others were written pretty close to the time they were recorded but there is a there is I think some sort of unifying theme um and that's why they're all together yeah 
I don't really know what that theme is, though, so I hope you don't ask. No, I was, almost, I was almost there. Yeah. It's some form. I just feel like there is, there is some sort of thing they're doing. Um, yeah, there's a hidden meaning. They're all there together nicely for in a family for a reason, just distant relatives. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Cool. Um, so you have worked with some cool people throughout this project um, and process, Matthew Neighbor and Tim Fitz, to name a few. Um, do you have someone that you've ever thought or like a dream collaboration, someone that you've like loved or wanted to work with? Not particularly. There's a lot of people that I, I have a lot of respect. I have a lot of respect for so many people, but I've never really thought about uh, one particular person and what it would be like to collaborate. Um, I guess someone like wildly different, you know, I think that would be the the, the best collaboration, like some sort of, um, you know, like, you know, just like some classical person. Um, yeah. Like a disco. Uh, or like some traditional, uh, you know, Nepali music or something. Um, yeah. Cool. You know, something, something just, I think something that, doesn't sound like it would be a good fit that would be my dream collaboration you know um yeah I think that would be yeah I'd be open to something like that I wouldn't I'm I'm not open to like um collaborating with some songwriter from somewhere around you know who's like similar just I don't know maybe that would be wise but um I don't really have any desire to do that it would it would have to be very different I think um yeah sorry i can't give you a no that was a good answer these are good answers they're your answers <laughs> it's up to you what you want to say i don't mind yeah uh, thank you um so i read um that you um performed with middle kids on the james Corden show which was really random to me and i just want to hear how this happened and what this is yeah it's pretty random for me too really well i know the the people in that band middle kids um you know i tim fitz who co-produced the record uh my record he texted me one day and asked if i wanted to play guitar for a clip and i thought he just meant like um you know pretending to play guitar in some video clip like in yeah. the background um but and it was like in two days and um i was like yeah sure and then anyway, he sent me the chords and I was like, yeah, fair enough. And um, he was like, have you used in-ears? And I was like, oh, no. And anyway, it, I didn't know that it was for that until pretty pretty close, like the, till the day before, I, I think it was, yeah. But because we were filming it in Australia, we weren't filming it over there. But um, yeah, it felt really cool, really weird though. Um, yeah, I was, just, I was just up there on stage with them. I... Uh, I was just sitting in the back, you know, which I like actually just playing the chords to their song Today We're the Greatest off that new album of theirs, which is really good. Yeah. So nobody told you that you were going to be on the James Corden show as if that was a yeah. song that they just like failed to, they were, no, he doesn't need to know. It's all good. I just thought it was for a clip. Like I could show you the text. It just says for a clip. But um, yeah. Yeah, I think maybe they did that on purpose. Yeah, you, know? you might have said no, and then it would yeah. be. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I would have said. <laughs> um, so I like to end the episodes on a weird note, 
maybe weird depends how we go um tell me a happy gig memory like your happiest memory of playing a gig and also something that just went horribly wrong a nightmare where all shit hit the fan just nothing went right at a gig like the best and worst gig yeah um well uh the last gig i played we were supporting caitlin harnett uh up in newcastle and i broke like four guitar strings um so i had two strings on my guitar and it was like the second song in and you know we didn't have any spares because we would you know we just it was uh you know we're a bit we were very organized in in some ways but we didn't have guitar strings um so in that sense we were very unorganized and yeah so it's just really funny playing guitar with two strings uh, instead of six um so that was that was probably one of the worst in recent memory but it was also very funny you know and later that night um i got up on stage and sung with caitlin and i might have slightly um vomited on the stage so that was probably yeah i don't know i've had so many vomit and shit stories lately like every everybody's just throwing up yeah i love it it's just it's just the music. It just does that to you, Caitlin's music. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I love Caitlin's music. Um yeah, and the best uh I don't know, I feel like they're both, you know they're both also the best um sort of things. They're the both they're both highlights in a weird way. Because you end up once once things go that wrong, um, everything feels less consequential and you actually end up having a better time um so yeah i think once you realize that nobody gives a shit about anything ever yeah <laughs> life just looks way nicer <laughs> yeah that would be um yeah i reckon i reckon like you threw up on stage and it was fine what more could yeah. go wrong you lost all your guitar strings except <laughs> two. like how did you end up how did you even play with just two guitar strings, did you only need those two strings? Was it just lucky? Uh, just like, just, you know, I was just pretending I was had the chord. Um, yeah, and just kept, it didn't sound that bad. It sounded worse than it could have. <laughs> yeah, um, for sure. Given yeah. that there were four strings missing. Just kind of, yeah, just pretending really, <laughs> like always. Cool, fun. Wow. Thanks for joining me today. <laughs> it's been a pleasure. Oh having to chat with you thank you Um, very much for having me no worries i'm keen to hear your album tomorrow which is (laughs) great good fun oh yeah it's friday that's good that's a good day to release music new music yeah hopefully hopefully it um hopefully it goes all right you know are you having any celebrations are you doing an at home at home release party uh release party um no i don't have anything like that lined up i'll probably just um I don't know what I'll do. Um, maybe I should buy, yeah, a drink. I think you need to celebrate this. <laughs> yeah, this debut album. It's it's hap- It's a good day. I think I will actually celebrate. Yeah, I think I don't it's know. something to celebrate. Oh, yeah. No, that'd be nice. Yeah, I don't know what I'll do. Something. I'll probably smile and then say, "Well, that's that done." <laughs> <laughs> now what do I what do I look forward to? <laughs> Oh no. My. no, there's a lot to look forward to. Yeah, there is. I usually we usually do a cheers at the end of this. I noticed you had a little coffee, hot chocolate. Yeah, I've got a, a cup of bushels. Oh, beautiful! 
I've got uh, a soda stream that's almost empty. Um, oh, wow. Because I drank my coffee. So here we are <laughs> using two random objects. Cheers. Cheers.